In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Blessed feast. Beautiful day. You know, we see this uh, instrument of death, the cross of Christ, being transformed into, for us, the blessing of life. We see, in a sense, this, this sense of suffering being a means by which we can be saved. We can be transformed. We can be resurrected. So this is a very powerful thing, this very moment here. We come to see our suffering Lord transform his suffering into the joyous celebration of resurrection for us. We have to kind of hold on to that part of our faith that, yes, we suffer and, yes, we struggle, but through that we find resurrection, we find hope, we find joy. We find, really, we find ourselves. We find our true self in that. When, it, when all that suffering is there, everything's kind of whittled away. And we find our true self there. So we don't shy away from our suffering. We don't shy away from our crosses. We lean into them a bit. We lean into them. So that through that, we can be transformed and changed. So uh, I've got a lot more to say, so. The accounts we celebrate today are two very beautiful accounts in the history of the church. First, in the fourth century, when St. Helena went to find the cross, uh, tore down an idol's temple, they found the two crosses, and were curious about which was the cross Christ died on, which was Christ's cross. And then a funeral procession was going by, and there were three departed, there was there one departed, they took the cross and they put the cross on one, cross on the other, and the third cross, the person was raised from the dead. So the cross of Christ we have. Put in Golgotha and celebrated by the church. And then uh, about four centuries later, it was captured by the Persians, and it was again rescued by uh, the emperor Heraclius, uh, and he came into the city, this is a very beautiful story, he comes into the city to take the cross back to Golgotha, where it belonged, and as he approached the path which Christ walked, he was frozen. He couldn't move. And the, uh, the priest Zacharias came to him and said, you have to take off all your royal garments. You have to wear the garments of a pauper, like Christ wore his garments. So he took off his garments as a, and as a pauper carried the cross to Golgotha where it stayed permanently for many years. So we still have that place. We still have that beautiful church of the resurrection where Christ was crucified, his body was washed, and he was buried. It's a very beautiful place, um, a holy place. And so we celebrate these moments in our history because they're powerful to us. They, they show this dynamic power of the cross for us. So I wanted to um, just encourage you with this blessing we have today, looking through the hymns of the church about the cross. I just want to read to you some of the phrases that you hear uh, when we celebrate the cross. The cross, cross wiped, away, wiped away the tears of sorrow delivers us from the snares of death, 
passes us to an ending joy and boundless love. It becomes paradise of the church, the tree of incorruption, the enjoyment of external glory, drives back demons, rejoices hierarch of the angels, it's invincible weapon, unbroken stronghold, the victory of kings, the glory of priests, the conquerable trophy of true faith, the door of paradise. How do you get to paradise? The cross. The door to paradise. The help of the faithful, the rampart about the church, the destroyer of the curse, the swallower of death, the bestower of mercy, the haven of salvation, bitter waters made sweet. The overthrow of hell, the fountain of light, the tree of salvation, the healing of the sick, the shattering hosts of devils, the rescue, form, the rescue from the depths of hell, brought into eternal life, granting us the joy of the kingdom of heaven. That's the cross. So when we are able to pick it up, when we're able to carry it faithfully, then these are the things that the blessings God bestows upon us. So, the question I ask myself is, how do you carry it, Father Nicholas? Have you ever tried to carry a cross by yourself for a long time? Is it heavy? What happens when you carry a cross all by yourself? It wears you out, doesn't it? You get upset, bitter, angry. How come this happened to me? How come I have this such difficult burden for me? But the Lord gives us a solution. It's one of my favorite verses in the scriptures. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and 29. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So how do we get this? It's very simple, very difficult to do, but to, he commands us to do something. He says, come to me. That's how we begin. You have to go to God. You have to take your cross to God, your suffering to God, your struggle to God. It has to go to Him. And it may have to go to Him all the time. Every time it comes up in your mind, every time it pricks your heart, you may have to take it to Him constantly. But He says, come to me, you who are heavy laden and burdened and I will give you rest. And then he says, learn from me. You know what the cross will do every time? It will teach you the virtues. It will teach you the virtues, the virtues of patience, the virtues of courage, the virtues of long-suffering, the virtues of forgiveness. If we bear it correctly, all the time we're bearing it, we're going to be living virtuously. We're going to taste those virtues. We are going to feel them and find them. The virtue of love, the virtue of joy, all that will become ours. He says, learn from me. Learn from me. 
So we have to understand that when we come to God, he will begin to work with us and work in us these virtues that are necessary to bear the cross faithfully, fully, to our benefit. And then he says these beautiful words, For I am gentle and lowly in heart. So the one virtue that's absolutely necessary to carry the cross is humility. Because normally it's, it pricks our pride. Why does this happen to me? I'm such a good person. I do all my things. I do my prayers. I do this, this, this. Why does this happen to me? Humble. Now we humbly accept that. We take it from God and say, Lord, help me. I'm a sinner. I am lowly. I want to be like you. I humble myself before my cross. I humble myself there. I don't stand up and blast God. How come? I take it humbly. And when I find myself doing I repent. I repent. And I keep myself right in that beautiful place, humble before God, where he's working that life of virtue in me. So humility is a critical, critical piece to bear the cross properly. And then finally, and I think most importantly, he says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's where you go with your cross, to that place where there's joy where you hear the angels sing, where it lightens up, where you see God's work. You know, that may not come right away. That may take time. You may get it and lose it, get it and lose it. But that's where God wants us to go, to the place where it's light and easy and joyful. Even when we're carrying the heavy load, we find the joy of God in this. So today we celebrate our Lord because he knew there was suffering in this world. He knew we couldn't get past that. He came to help us deal with it properly. He knew he couldn't take it away because there's free will in mankind. He knew what man would continue to do. He'd make a mess of things. And he keeps doing a good job of making a mess. But the Lord knows that in that we can bear it well and find joy in Christ. In the cross of Christ, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.